the Interim Canada Dental Benefit provides payments up to $650 per eligible child under 12 years of age. This comes at a cost of about $700 million. You must listen. Welcome to the Drilling Millions Podcast. The Drilling Millions Podcast. Lessons from some of the most successful dentists on the planet. I want you to deal with your problems by becoming rich. Presented by Sage Dental Partners. Your practice transition team. That escalated quickly. Coming to you from Toronto. Podcasting to the world. Please welcome, please welcome, Akil Chawla. So the end of dentistry. No, I don't think so. But today's the first of, well, actually today's the second of December. What was really momentous about this week was yesterday, December 1st, 2022, the federal government, in particular, Justin Trudeau um, and the NDP party launched what is known as the Canada Dental Benefit. Let me preface this whole couple of episodes by mentioning that I'm not a political commentator. Um, All of these views expressed are solely my own. Um, I don't want to get into any trouble. And and of course, I'm no expert in reading legislation, nor reimbursements, or or I'm, I'm not an insurance company. So these views are are solely from my own research, my team's research. And we really just want to get the high level picture out to a lot of people that are interested. I think as some of these programs continue to roll out, um, we'll probably get a better idea as to um, what they cover um, and what what they mean um, at the end of the day for the dentist, which I'm primarily focused on. So yesterday um, I was browsing through Instagram and I had seen that Justin Trudeau was visiting Western Dental School, my alma mater, not the dental school, but the undergrad. And you know, that caught my attention. I knew that Canada Dental Benefit was was coming around. I knew just in the back of my mind is December 1st, but it didn't really hit me as real until I saw him posing with a lot of the um, dental students and some of the faculty there. You know, it's, it's pretty eye-opening when when you just, you see the Prime Minister of Canada walking through some of the halls that that you walked through yourself just a few years ago. That hit home for me. And, and, and this made me realize that, you know, it's finally here. Um, you know, what was once a, a dream that that people said, never would come into fruition when Jagmeet said that uh, Jagmeet Singh being the, the the leader of the NDP government, saying that we wanted to socialize dental care. Um, I've learned the socialize isn't the right word, but basically wanted to make dental care uh, as ubiquitously available as, as medical care in Canada. That day was finally here, at least in part. We'll get into the um, specifics of it and, and what this actually means for dentists, um, but 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 that really hit home. So w- what happened is I, I launched a, a story on my on my Instagram, Dentistry Poppy, and and I had asked would people be interested in hearing an entire episode? And I guess the way that these episodes are designed, a couple of episodes on the Canada Dental Benefit, and overwhelmingly uh, so, I got uh, just yeses with exclamation points, DMs, people already sharing their thoughts and feelings with me in in my DMs, which which made me think that this is an issue that needs to be covered. And it's not an issue that's widely understood, um, at least not in the dental school space. Uh, and it is potentially something that will become extraordinarily important as we move forward and progress into graduating, being associates, and eventually being practice owners. 
with that, um, what is the Canada Dental Benefit? So like I said, it launched yesterday. Um, and, and, and really what this benefit was a compromise between the Liberals and the NDP governments. I'm going to keep this as simple and high level as possible because that's my understanding of these sort of things. If you want a political commentary on it, I'm sure there's other podcasts on that. This is not it. Let's just distill this down into some of its high-level facts. So basically, the political parties, the NDPs and the Liberals came together and, and, and shook hands. And they said, you know, the Democrats said, you know, Liberals will support your minority government until 2025 when the next election rolls around, um, basically, if you come to this agreement with us. So what this agreement was, was it it basically outlined that dentistry would be covered for children, in particular children under the age of 12, um, over the next three fiscal years. This comes at a cost of about $700 million. I know to, to the dentist that the actual cost to government doesn't really matter, but there is a subset of people who were talking to me in my DMs about the, the high-level costs uh, and the spending. And I think, you know, with CERB and all these other uh, government initiatives rolled out by the liberal government, this is becoming uh, increasingly a concern. You know, at, at a cost of $700 million, the, the liberals and basically the NDPs teamed up and said, okay, let's cover for the next three years, children under the age of 12 years old. Are these all children under 12 years old? No. So what's been circulating a lot in the news is, you know, families with household incomes under $90,000 will be covered. The benefit isn't quite as straightforward as that. In fact, there is a, a gradient of people that will be covered. So this benefit, if you actually look into the fine print of this, and that's why I'm doing this episode so you don't have to, but I looked into the fine print of this and my team looked into the fine print of this. What it really said was that the interim Canada dental benefit provides payments up to $650 per eligible child under 12 years of age per year for two years. So what does that mean? That basically means up to two years, if you have a kid under the age of 12, the Canada Dental Benefit will cover you up to $650. Now that's not every single family. The amount that you get is basically adjusted for your household income. So if your household income, let's say $70,000 or less, then you get the full $650, you know, if you meet some of the other eligibility criteria, which we will get into. If your family's income, basically under $80,000, between 70 and under $80,000, you're entitled to up to $390 from the Canada Dental Benefit per child for up to two years. And then that further decreases if you're between eighty and ninety thousand dollars, or one dollar shy of ninety thousand dollars, you're entitled to up to two hundred and sixty dollars. So, this is a perfect example of media just being very clickbaity. You know, every single article, every single headline I read, including in the Globe and Mail, was children covered under ninety thousand uh, dollars for dental through the Canada Dental Benefit. If you really look at it, it's really distilled down to you can recoup up to $260 per year if you make under $90,000, between eighty dollars and $90,000. And again, this benefit in, in, in their own words can be used for any dental care provided by a regular regulated dental professional. So, you know, I'm not sure how specialists are roped into this um, or not, um, but, but, but that's sort of their, their own verbiage. Let's talk about how this actually works out. The second part of this episode is is, is dedicated to what this actually means for the dentists. I'm sure that's what most people are really concerned about. But, you know, at a high level, these payments are processed by 
the CRA. Um, so the guys that do your taxes, um, they also were the ones responsible for rolling out the um, SERP payments um, during during COVID. I assume it's because these numbers are in relation to your income and and based on your previous year's tax returns, um, which are actually part of the eligibility criteria. So you have to have filed your taxes in the previous year. That's basically where these where these payments come from and how they grade you based on how much you made um, in in the previous year. So let's let's talk some facts. So the way that the government programs work in dentistry is very piecemeal. Um, it's really designed so no one falls through the. They try to make sure nobody falls through the cracks, but in that they've created a complete mess of where some where people are paid, how they're paid, how they're reimbursed, how much they're reimbursed for. Um, and, and it really breaks down into into two levels, right? You have your provincial government, um, which I'm in Ontario. Um, if you're in other provinces, that's your own provincial government. Um, and then your federal government. And those two operate in in two different ways. So in you know, I think a lot of people think, especially in dental school, that you know, these programs are actually new. You know, this is the end of dentistry. Um, you know, once you once <laughs> the genie's out of the bottle, you know, you know, you're not you're not closing that can of worms. But in reality, um, there are several programs. Um, I've written down in front of me eight that already exist in order to subsidize dental care in in some way. Um, so let's first talk about the Ontario government programs, the ones supplied by the Ontario government. I only did Ontario because that's where I'm from. That's where I go to dental school. That's where probably a lot of the listeners of the podcast are from. Um, I'd encourage you to look up your own if you're in, if you're in a different province in Ontario. I'm sure they all have similar programs. Um, but but the primary ones in uh, Ontario are the OSDCP, which stands for the Ontario Seniors Dental Care Program. Um, this is basically dental care for subsidized dental care for seniors in Ontario. The HSO, which is Healthy Smiles Ontario, this is free dental care for kids. So, you know, there's already a program in place that overlaps. Um, the ODSP, uh, the Ontario Disability Support Program, uh, this is for people with disabilities. This is, again, you know, for, for adults with disabilities in particular. And then there's OW, Ontario Works. This is uh, dental care for low-income adults. So those are the four main Ontario government programs. And if we look at the federal level, um, these are programs like the IFHP, the Interim Federal Health Program. Uh, this is for resettled refugees. The NIHB, um, these are for non-insured people, so the non-insured health benefits. Um, this is for people who... Uh, primarily belong to uh, the First Nations. Uh, the VAC, this is Veterans Affairs, um, pretty self-explanatory for Canadian veterans. And then you have the CSA, um, lesser known. This is Correctional Services Canada. This is for federal inmates, um, and this is paid for um, by Correctional Services Canada. So let's look at some of the uh, exclusionary criteria and some of the eligibility criteria that you need uh, to fulfill in order to apply uh, for the Canada Health or Dental Benefit. So first, you have to have a child, of course, under the age of 12, who does not have access to private dental care insurance. Um, so if your child um, or if your, your patient 
has access to other dental insurance, they they can't apply for this program. Uh, it's an exclusionary criteria. They have to have a adjusted net family income under $90,000 per year. As we discussed, that's the you know upper limit of it. Um, depending on how much they earn, uh, that's how much they'll they'll recoup. They have to have uh, filed last year's tax returns. Um, again, you know, the only way for the CRA or the Canada Revenue Agency to understand how much a family made, they need to see the tax returns. Uh, and if the family hasn't done that, then they're not really eligible for it. And another criteria is they need to receive uh, the Canada child benefit for each eligible child. Um, so again, they they can do it, you know, for each child, but they can't really group them together. And the final one uh, is, you know, the the have to have um, or will have dental care uh, expenses for each eligible child that has not been fully reimbursed um, from another federal, provincial, or territorial government program. What that means is, if it's already been paid for, you can't double dip, so to speak. So it actually has to be a legitimate cost that uh, has been incurred by that family for the dental care. Like what you heard? Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen and follow Drilling Millions on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube for exclusive clips.